Hey, hey, how's it going? Hope you're doing all right. Uh, sorry, the podcast is late. Been traveling. Went to New York uh, for, well, New York Minute, uh, really just like basically a day and a half or so. Um, but things have been very good, swell, lovely in many ways. Um, and I hope the same for you. Well, I hope, hope even better. Come on. let's. I, I've been a little bit... Uh, been a little bit cranky here and there, but mostly really grateful and happy. But, um, getting about that time where I got to start thinking about the next EP. Um, and thankfully, I guess I do have a lot of it sort of figured out, but just the little final details are always the hardest ones for me to to get through, to solidify, to consolidate. Um, but I'm playing my little classical guitar here that Kate's uncle in Florida gave, gifted me. It's a little 1969 Brazilian uh, classical, and I love this guitar very much. Uh, hang, hangs in the bedroom and reach for it whenever... Um, oh, I, I've written a lot of songs on this one. It's a good, good little fun writer's guitar. So, uh, I had a really fun gig. I opened up for the Quaby Sisters. Now, the Quaby Sisters are their actual sisters, and they've been playing together since they're like 10 and 12 years old. Uh, they hail from Texas, and they've been touring all over the place. And they've played the Grand Ole Opry, and they've done all kinds of cool things. And it's a really fun video of them on YouTube playing playing at... Oops, sorry about that. Uh, playing at Norman's Rare Guitars... Um, uh, but anyway, it was truly, truly an honor to open for them. And, uh, I got this gig cause my buddy, Sam, he got offered the gig and he was like, well, he, he felt that genre wise, he was a little bit too different from them. And he felt that I'd be a better fit, which is so generous of him. And Um, but anyway, got to the venue. This is Hopsmith, and I knew about the venue just because my buddy Susan Santo had played there. But it's sort of a small, mid-size venue that's a brewery, and it's on this big old property, and they throw festivals there. And it's about it's in Murfreesboro, uh, about an hour outside of Nashville. And th it's a newer venue, and I think you know they're trying to bring they're trying to bring bring in bigger touring acts and have it be a destination for everyone there in the region um and sort of a combination of a built-in crowd and combination of you know getting bigger artists that that can draw a crowd um so anyway i showed up and uh most gigs i play i show up walk in and play and you know you're at a bar this is like i'm excited because there's a booking agent and there's I'm I'm expecting something a little bit more exciting. Maybe there's even a dressing room and all that fun stuff. Speaking of dressing rooms, uh, I played, I I hosted a songwriter night at Anzi Blue here in Hillsborough Village in Nashville, Tennessee on Wednesday. This is a, uh, the night before this Quaby Sisters gig that I'm telling you about. 
Um, but my buddy um, Isabella, Allison, and uh, Aton played and just had the best time. My buddy Bob showed up at the end. We got him up for a song. And so thanks, everyone, who came out to that. We're going to have that one um, almost every Wednesday or every other Wednesday. Um, so keep an eye out for those gigs. It's just called the Southbound Songwriter Series. Um, back to the Quaby Sisters gig. So I show up. And I met Kate there. She had come straight straight from work. She works out towards there a little bit. It's a beautiful drive. I took the back roads and passed a bunch of farms and spoke to a friend. And um, it was just a nice, it was a good drive. Just seeing the cows made me really happy. Um, and and uh, got, got to the venue, saw Kate out in the field, and went straight because I was running a little bit late so I wanted to get my sound check done with so I went straight I drove to the back of the venue walked in um to the dressing room and said a quick awkward hello to Quaby Sisters and their whole crew and the band uh and then did a sound check this guy Sean was running sound he did an awesome job and it's so so freaking luxurious and I, I hope I'm almost not too easy with these gigs where I'm like, oh no, it sounds great. It sounds great. Cause I'm so used to playing, you know, no sound check, you know, cheaper venues, no sound system, etc. So when I do have the luxury of just playing on a gorgeous stage and having someone who's really paying attention to sound, uh, yeah, I'm just like thrilled. Uh, but anyway, I forced myself to be social, and I spoke. I introduced myself and met all the Quaby sisters, and met their bass player Dan um, and the guitarist Simon. Quaby sisters are Grace, Sophia, and Holda. Um, they were so so lovely and so welcoming, and we chatted. They told me about uh, doing the Opry. Um, they've done it many times. They told me one time they were waiting on the wings with Connie Smith, who's one of my favorite art uh, old time country artists. I saw her at the Opry. She's incredible. Um, and they were chatting about, uh, just old Nashville and that, you know, Nashville, the show is just like all dramatic and everybody's fighting and, um, she's like, you know, that ain't Nashville, this is Nashville. And, um, yeah, they were just chatting and very, very welcoming. And I remember at one point, one of the, one of the Quavy sisters found, uh, felt that it was, felt, uh, took it upon herself to tell me that they were not a big act <laughs> that they were not famous and there's always this tricky thing of of opening for a band or playing with a band that um has done a lot of cool things that you really appreciate and, and admire and you try to impart that but i think they are they're also uncomfortable they're like you know we've not we're not rich and famous we're still just road dogs figuring it out and they want to be honest and transparent um in that regard too and so it's this tricky, you know, almost disappointing, um, but realistic conversation that you have. And maybe you go deep into it, but maybe, or maybe they just subtly like, yeah, they're like, yeah, we're not, we're not big. Um, but they are very, very impressive and they do have a wonderful audience that loves them. So I, I think they're very, very successful. And um, it was truly an honor to open up for them. I had a blast. I loved the audience that showed up. Um, I played six songs, I think, and uh, just really, really loved they were a great attentive listening audience and just it's really fun walk you know you walk out of the curtain from backstage and 
uh, the lights go down. I walked out with Sean on sound and he put the cable in my guitar. It's just all this, like, to me, it's so fun and silly, but, but I, I also don't take it for granted. Um, but, and then the Quaby sisters played and, uh, it was like listening to an old record in person. It was just incredible. And they were so diverse musically. They're far from just a bluegrass band. There's so much jazz and, um, flamenco and and hilarious and they were just pros while also still remaining quite loose and funny and um it was really a remarkable show and simon was kind enough to show me his his flat top guitar um or his arch top guitar he has this old 1938 gibson it was really beautiful um but yeah it was truly an honor to play 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 with them and I'll open for them and uh, there's pizza there and had some beer and just had a grand old time so thanks everyone for coming out for that that was really lovely and maybe maybe someone from that audience is checking out the podcast this week who knows I did tell them about it on stage um but anyway let's uh I uh, went to New York for the weekend um before that I want to do a song and I this song I didn't really know this song but I listened to it a lot on the airplane and just kind of fell in love with it so Maybe we'll do a part of the song. This is a Nora Jones song. It's called She's 22. and Maybe you know it. Um, but uh, I didn't. She's 22 and she's loving you And you'll never know how it makes me blue Does it make you happy? Holding on to a thing that's wrong Cause we don't belong But you like my songs And you make me happy Does she make you happy? You can throw Little song, um, man, 
I love that song. Check out Nora Jones's version. Um, listen to it on the plane. So I was flying to New York, and I, I'm not. I I don't love. Oops, sorry about that. I don't love flying, but here we are. We're going to New York, and we're on the plane. And the pilot, we're about t- uh, maybe an hour and a half into the flight. By uh, my professional estimates, you know, we should be landing in New York soon. And uh, the pilot hops on and he says, uh, well, there's bad weather in, in New York. It's really New Jersey, Newark, Newark Airport. Uh, he says there's bad, there's bad weather, um, but uh, so we're going to do a holding pattern, which is a fancy flight pilot way of saying we're going to circle around. <laughs> uh, we're going to do a holding pattern uh, till we get the clear from, from Newark that we could land. Uh, so like, all right, cool. We'll do a holding pattern. I don't know. My mind was like, all right, we'll be delayed 20 minutes and all that. So we're there holding pattern, holding pattern, circling around. You can't really tell you're circling. There's none of those like dramatic turns, like when you're taking off. Um, but I'm listening to music and I'm listening to, uh, in another life by the killers, listening to that song a lot. The theme on my plane rides lately has just been listening to like the same few songs over and over again and really just digging into them. It's so easy to just like, you know, you fly through the songs. Um, but anyway, so the pilot comes on and he goes, bad news, which is not something you want to hear when you're up in the air from your pilot. It would have been funny. He's like, all right, I got good news and bad news. Oh, uh, no, he's like, I got bad news. We have... We're, we run out of gas and we haven't got the go ahead from Newark yet. So we're going to, we're going to, we have to land in Baltimore. And I was like, all right, we're landing in Baltimore. This, this is crazy. This never happened to me. You know, usually it's like, here you are. Here's to the place that you bought the, t- the ticket to. Mind you, the weather, you know, in, over Baltimore looks lovely. I was like, okay, I guess it's that different. All right. So pretty soon the the landing gear comes out and uh, we land the plane and we're in freaking Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, it had been a long day. I'd woken up real early. It was pretty exhausted. And I'm like, all right, okay. So right away I'm like, because I, I know how these things go, these freaking airlines. They don't, they've, you know, there's all these regulations, which obviously we're all very, very grateful for. But I'm I'm done. I I'm, I don't want to like wait around now for another hour or two because we get off the plane and they're like, you can't if you leave the airport, you can't come back in. So and they're like, it's going to be at least an hour till we take off again. I was like, screw this. Let's rent a car and just drive. Just book it because if we stay around, it's a gamble. We might not get back in the air. They might delay us to like six, seven, eight, nine p.m. and then you lose your whole day. Where if we run to a rental car, get a car, we could be in New York in like four hours, three and a half, four hours. So as soon as they're like, yeah, that's going to be at least an hour, not taking off for another hour at least. I was like, let's, let's just do this. Kate's like, all right. But it was my, it was like my call. And she was like, all right, this is your call. You know, like, uh, I don't think it was her first choice, but she was just like respecting, I guess, that I wanted to do that. Um, which is very, very sweet of her. So we run to we run to Hertz. I go online. I just I book a car, get to Hertz, and they're like, oh, great. Uh, you're a gold member. We got your reservation. Uh, it's an hour wait for your car. I was like, all right. So then we're, we're, we're sitting at Hertz. 
and it's kind of chaotic. It feels almost apocalyptic. There's people just camped out everywhere. It looks like all the flights got canceled. I'm like, what's going on? I even I start doing some like research. I'm like, is there something that you know we don't know about? I Google Newark Airport and I Google the weather. It's like, oh yeah, no, it's storming and they can't they can't land when there's lightning. But anyway, uh, we're waiting. Maybe we've been waiting for 40 minutes. They called a bunch of groups to go get their cars. Still hadn't called us. Um, uh, and I start running into people. By the way, when we landed, the person sitting next to us just took her. She she had her blindfolds on. She was sleeping the whole time. And we we had to tell her, like, you're in Baltimore. <laughs> and she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, we landed in Baltimore. She's like, why? <laughs> so, it's a weird thing. But um, anyway, so we we see her, and then we see a bunch of other people from our flight at the at the rental car, and they tell us they're like, "Oh yeah, the flight got canceled." <laughs> so so we kind of we we uh, we 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 beat the traffic, I guess you could say. Um, we beat them to the punch. Um, part of me was like, "I know all these people are flying to New York. We should all just drive together." But it's a little awkward. Um, I was, wasn't feeling adventurous enough to be like, Hey, we rented a car already. It should be ready in 20 minutes. You guys could come with us <laughs> chip in for gas. But anyway, we finally, they call my name They're You know, they, they go name after name. You're just hoping you're like, please say, you know, uh, they finally called, called us and, uh, go out. And the only cars they have are electric cars. It was crazy. All the gas cars that were taken, so I get in this electric car, and it was it was a Kia. It was like a Kia SUV. Very very strange, but um, very weird to drive because your acceleration, all that's all out of whack. Because it's like half driving itself almost. It's like driving a phone. I don't know. It was weird. Um, but I got used to it after a while. And we're driving and driving, and finally, finally, we get we get to New York, and then we go to the airport. So we're at New <laughs> we're at Newark. It's so silly because you return it to the rental car at the airport. So we went to Newark Airport. We just drove there from Baltimore. It's ridiculous. And the airline, you know, they're like they send you a fifty dollar voucher. They're like, see ya. Um, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to be a, a you know annoying to them and get some money. But um, anyway, so that was wild. Didn't think uh, I'd be in Baltimore, but it was it was kind of funny. And Kate's like, oh, I love Baltimore. This is great. We we're just um, we we were just laughing. We had a good laugh. Um, it was just so absurd. Um, but anyway, got to New York. We we were going in for Kate's uh Kate's family Kate's Kate had a family thing and uh um did that, saw some dear saw a dear friend and uh hung out with her family. Your grandmother made these delicious cannolis that I couldn't stop eating. Um a lot of food, hanging by the pool, it was very, very nice and uh drove up for the day to see my folks on the farm and we took it back way. It was very, very beautiful. Um, went by this old deli that, that we've seen a few times and they're still there. Got a sandwich, best sandwich ever. Traveled through these gorgeous little towns and crossed the Delaware River and then said hi to my folks and they were really cute. I went walking in the woods with them, took a little hike on the farm and it's funny, Kate's like, man, can you look for a toad? I'd really love to, she didn't say it like that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. She's like, I really want to see a toad. She loves toads. And like a minute later, a toad just hopped right on by. Um, and then, and we saw a little tiny wood frog. Um, it's really, really cute. And it was just a fun time. And my folks were cute. And we had some, we got some yogurt and some milk. Brought it back to Staten Island to Kate's folks. And uh, there's a little girl um, whose whose dad works on the farm, and she's got her favorite cows. And she was she was showing us around. 
really adorable. She like, knows all the cows and is telling us about her favorite one and why. Um, but anyway, it was a truly wholesome trip. And uh, yeah, got you know in and out of New York. And now I'm back. I feel like it's taken me a, a day or two to recover. Um, but uh, went to a sauna today. Did that. Try to get all the toxins of eating like an animal um, for, for a few days. And uh, but we're back in Nashville. Gonna gonna play a couple of shows next week, I think, and get some songs out soon. So thank you so much to everyone who's been listening to Ever Be Mine. Check out the Postcards EP if you haven't as well. Um, those songs are doing great and uh, still getting lovely messages about them. So thank you, thank you, everybody. And again, sorry the podcast was late. Next week will be better. Um, I love you for listening. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a lovely, amazing week. Bye-bye.